The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Schaap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our discussion about how SMBs can build personal relationships with customers at scale. Joining us is Craig Klein, who's the president and CEO at SalesNexus, which is a comprehensive solution for CRM, marketing and email automation, and lead generation for companies of any size. SalesNexus helps its customers with prospecting campaigns, lead generation, and the measurement of the metrics that matter the most. Yesterday, Craig told us about why SMBs need a CRM solution to survive. And today we're going to talk about how you can set up a CRM so your marketing and sales teams will actually use it. Okay, here's the rest of my conversation with Craig Klein, president and CEO of SalesNexus. Craig, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, great to have you here. I'm excited to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about why CRMs are necessary for small and medium-sized businesses. And the idea is, you know, provide a couple different types of value. From a marketing perspective, you get that end-to-end data, right? You're able to implement a marketing campaign and understand who it's reaching, are they converting on your website, but also are they generating business? And from the sales perspective, you're able to take advantage of a marketing activity and some of the nurture campaigns your marketing team has set up to continue to stay in touch and build those relationships with your prospects, even if they're not ready to buy right now. And you mentioned yesterday that the Achilles heel for CRM software is that salespeople don't always love using the technology. So let's talk about how you can set up a CRM system so your marketing and your sales teams are actually going to use them. What's the trick when you're setting something up to make sure it doesn't seem like just another step in the process? Yeah, that's the million dollar question in the CRM industry. It's been around since CRMs. And unfortunately, what I see is you've got two extremes on this spectrum. You can get a super highly customized CRM solution, you know, that's almost looks like something that was built specially for your business, right? And you could spend a lot of money on that kind of solution with companies like Oracle or SAP or something like that. And it's very expensive, takes a long time to get it all set up, lots of consultants running around and all that. But the worst part is, it ends up being really complex for the end user, the salesperson who we're talking about right now. And then on the other end of the spectrum, 
you've got these sort of out of the box, one size fits all solutions, maybe industry focused solutions that are intended to be, you know, everything you need to go to work right now. That doesn't work either because every business is a little bit different. The way they do things is different. The steps in their process are different. The things that they emphasize in their sales process are different. And the CRM has to reflect that stuff. So it's got to be customized, but it's also got to be simple. So that's what we try to do at Sales Nexus is we've always emphasized what we're building is a tool that is to make salespeople faster and better at what they do. So minimize the number of screens they have to go through. Put it all in one place so that if you haven't talked to somebody for six months and all of a sudden they call up, you pull them up on the CRM and everything you need to know about them so you can pick up the conversation where you left off six months ago is right there front and center. So you got a three little bears problem, right? You can't be too hot, can't be too cold, has to be just right in terms of the level of complexity and the information that is captured, but also you have a usability problem. So you don't want to be too specialized, you don't want to be too sophisticated. It seems like there's also another level of nuance where there is a CRM system like the one I use. I've been using Pipedrive for a couple of years. It's a nice tool. I'm a solopreneur and you're able to customize the different stages in the pipeline. I have a bunch of them. I mentioned three of them last time. My consulting process, there's a networking pipeline, a business development pipeline, and a client management pipeline. But I was able to create a content production pipeline for my MarTech podcast so I can manage the workflow for guests like you. And that's great, but it doesn't do any marketing automation. I'm sure you could use a Zapier or another connective technology tool to shoehorn some of that in. There's HubSpot that does some of that stuff where it's got the marketing and the CRM all tied together. Seems like SalesNexus is kind of in that bucket as well. Talk to me about the integration of the marketing technology as opposed to just the pure CRM solution. And what's the right level of complexity there? Well, always, I think you want to err towards simplicity, especially if you're implementing something in a team that hasn't been using some other solution. This is going to be a new trick for them. You want to keep it really simple. But like you mentioned, managing stages in your pipeline, right? So that's pretty common. You might want to change the campaign that a given lead is on as they move through stages in your pipeline. Well, with SalesNexus, that's super easy. You just I change their stage. Automatically, they're switching to the right campaign for that next stage in the process. But where it's different is that it's more nuanced than that. So in let's say I just got back from a super cool sailing vacation that I've been dreaming about for 10 years, and I finally got to take it. So I'm thinking of examples. Let's say that I sell sailboats, right? So one of the key details I have to find out from my customers is, how big a sailboat are they interested in? Are they looking for small, you know, 20 footers or big yachts like 50 foot and bigger? And that changes everything about how I'm going to sell to them and what I'm going to present them with. And it also changes the messages I want them to see. In other words, if you tell me you're looking for a 50 foot yacht, I don't want to send you a bunch of emails about the great deals we have on used small boats, right? That's just going to turn you off. So with SalesNexus, the first step is customizing the screen so that the salesperson in that moment during the conversation can quickly categorize, okay, this guy's looking for 50-foot yachts. And that data can then change the messaging that goes out to that individual customer. So ultimately, every customer is on their own individual journey through the system and through the messages. 
based on all sorts of nuanced data that you might need to capture. So you want to set up a CRM, and basically part of this is choosing a tool that has the right flexibility in terms of defining what your customer needs are and collecting all the information that you have. It's great to be able to tie that into your marketing efforts as well when it's possible. Talk to me about the onboarding for marketers and for the salespeople. Hey, everybody. Great news. We're implementing a CRM. Everybody's psyched, right? <laughs> hey, yippee. Go write some marketing automation emails, marketers, sales team. You're going to be entering every last detail about what we know for this lead manually. So we all have it in one place at one time. Everybody's going to do that, right? Everybody's excited? Not normally. No? <laughs> Unfortunately. So that's not how it works. Okay, well, walk me through what do you do to get people excited or just to get them to use the damn thing? I think that's one of the things that most businesses do very wrong. Typically, there's maybe one or two people that decide to go on a search for a solution and they sort of make their selection. And then very much like you described it, hey, look what we got you, everybody. This is going to solve all your problems. I think you have to do it the opposite way, right? You got to first get the whole team, everybody that's going to be a user for sure, everybody who's going to be impacted by the process changes or using the data from the system needs to be part of a brainstorming session where all the ideas are getting on the table and everybody can be part of the process of filtering down, you know, here's the must have stuff that we know is going to impact our business. And here's the nice to have stuff that might be helpful for this group or that group, but we can live with that. Because if everyone's part of that decision-making process, then whoever the committee is that goes out to search for solutions really has clear guidelines. And that changes the buying process or the selection process for technology too. That's what I see most businesses do so wrong when they choose any kind of technology, not just marketing and CRM technology, but anything. They kind of let the businesses or the brands set the feature requirements. They shop by getting enamored with bells and whistles. So it may look really cool that the system's connected to LinkedIn. And every time I get a new connection on LinkedIn, that automatically goes into my CRM. But is LinkedIn really a big part of your sales process today? And if not, is that really a must-have feature or is it just a nice to have? So I think you got to have that discussion first. And then things get pretty simple because everybody understands why you're choosing what you're choosing and why you're asking them to participate. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So bringing in your leadership team, right? Even at a small company, you're head of sales, you're head of marketing, or even if you don't have those, your salesmen and your marketers, your operators, to understand what data they want to capture, what is actionable, and bringing them into the process before you're actually onboarding them, When you're actually doing the onboarding, let's say you have a medium-sized business, you got a collection of marketers and salesmen, how do you actually guide them and teach them and train them to build habits to use the software regularly? Because at the end of the day, that's what really matters is not necessarily did you pick the right tool, but do people use it? So we created something we call the four steps to market domination that's really designed at tackling that very issue. It's just a short guide that kind of walks a company through, number one, having that initial discussion to get the requirements sorted out and get everybody on board, but then also helps them with customizing the CRM around their unique needs. And then when they do that, everything's different from that point forward, because when you go to train, say your sales development reps, your inside salespeople, you're not teaching them how to use some generic software. You're not putting them into some training session with a hundred other people from other businesses. You're teaching them to use this already customized tool in their business. So it's like you're teaching them to do their job using this tool. So it's very different, much more meaningful for the end user and much more effective. We're not teaching them to use a calendar. We're teaching them how to schedule an appointment for an outside sales rep in their business. It's much more impactful for the end user. So what you're saying with onboarding is the more that you're able to bring in your marketing team and leadership and customize your software to be relevant, the higher probability your operational team is going to be to follow it. And I'm sure that there's some ongoing management and there's some incentives that you have to build in to get people to dedicate the time to continue to use the tool, you know, with your sales team or your marketers, building in a metric tied to their performance about database cleanliness about not necessarily lead generation, but lead nurture and keeping making sure people are going into the correct buckets. If they're being compensated for that, most of the time they're going to do it. One thing I realized that we didn't talk about, right? We've covered how to nurture, making sure that you're building the connection between sales and marketing, and then how to implement your CRM to make sure that people are using it. What about actually using it as a marketing tool about doing lead generation and creating those prospects? What do marketers need to know about using a CRM once it's actually been integrated into their company to fill the top of their funnel? The challenge really is that because of the way most marketing automation and CRM systems work together, sure, you can go to the CRM and you can mine past leads that were in this market or had interest in this particular product. And then I want to send them a special offer to get a discount on this product or maybe just start a content marketing campaign for them. The problem is, if they respond to those marketing campaigns, then we have to drive them to a landing page, 
which they then have to fill out. And then those leads kind of go back into my normal funnel. And usually there's sort of this wall between the marketing automation and the CRM that the marketing people have to push the leads over. And by the time they get to the salesperson, they're kind of cold already. So that's where having it all in one simple system really changes the game. So we've seen companies that have totally changed their lead generation process to be outbound emails. And then in our system, we can trigger a call from the salesperson instantly, real time. So you get my email, you open it up, you read it, you click on the link to watch my video or download my PDF. And literally within an hour, potentially, a salesperson's calling me up. And at that point, it's not, hey, Ben, I'm Craig with Sales Nexus and I sell blah, 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 blah. It's more, hey, Ben, I noticed you were taking a look at that video on lead generation. What'd you think about that? So you're just having this really warm call with somebody who you know has you on their mind, right? They've just ingested your content. It works every time it's tried. The trick is creating the right kind of content to use for that kind of campaign. I think that goes back to the topic that we said is the reason why CRMs are valuable to marketers is it gives you the end-to-end data integration with your sales team's efforts, right? You understand not only the performance of your marketing campaigns, but you're able to make a solid handshake between your marketing efforts and your sales, right? And build those personal relationships with, at the end of the day, mostly for B2B businesses is what generates revenue, right? It is the sales team that is building the relationship, managing it and closing the deal and turning your leads into actual revenue, So at the end of the day, CRMs, while traditionally I think people think of them as a sales tool, is really becoming more and more of a marketing tool, and it's deeply integrated with your marketing automation and your email campaign, so it is becoming more of a marketing tool. Last question for you before I let you go. I just want to hear a little bit about SalesNexus and how you think about yourself relative to some of the competition What's the difference between you guys? Why should somebody be interested in Sales Nexus as opposed to you know, the active campaigns or the hub spots of the world? We kind of contrast ourselves with two different ends of the spectrum. One is the marketing automation tools that are out there, like you just mentioned. And what I would say there is that our system's built for salespeople. So where some of those marketing automation tools have evolved their own CRM capabilities, it's hard to find a salesperson that loves them because it really wasn't built for a salesperson. On the flip side of that, we contrast ourselves with the popular CRMs that are out there in that our system has the marketing automation bolted into it. You don't need an extra module for that. You don't need a whole other team to manage that for you. So we're just one simple system all combined into one built for sales teams. Well, Craig, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you telling us about how sales and marketers are overlapping, how we're using the same technologies, and how both of those aspects of businesses can leverage sales nexus, CRMs, whatever tools they're interested in. Well, thanks for having me on. Great discussion, great questions. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Craig Klein, the president and CEO of SalesNexus for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Craig, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet at Craig Klein, C-R-A-I-G-K-L-E-I-N, or you can visit his company's website. They set up a specific page for the MarTech podcast, which is salesnexus.com slash MarTech, S-A-L-E-S-N-E-X-U-S dot com slash MarTech. 
A couple of links in our show notes that I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So we created benjshap.com slash question, where you could send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap on LinkedIn and on Twitter, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Or if you'd prefer to have our content delivered to your inbox, we also have a once a week newsletter. To subscribe, go to benjshap.com slash newsletter. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.